you know, I'm a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we Mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. I work for an affiliate company. I am a merchandiser and the sole product of the company I work for is Anheuser-Busch products. So with all this canceling going on, there's, I mean, I've never seen such little sales in this past few days uh, on these products. And it's, it's sad because people don't buy this beer, I don't make money, and I can't feed my family. So it's kind of uh, heartbreaking, I guess that um, Anheuser-Busch did what they did. They don't know their clientele. So it's kind of heartbreaking. Thanks, Anheuser-Busch. I may not be able to feed my family coming up here soon. Wokeness destroys the mind, body, and soul, and it also has a blast radius that destroys people's lives. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls for what is probably going to be the last, I don't know, episode slash last Bud Light episode for today. Uh, we got three articles to get into. Let's start here. Bud Light suffers bloodbath as longtime loyal customers revolt against transgender campaign. Well, here's the big deal. Like I said before, they launched this campaign within days, like barely a week after a mass shooting and two other trans whatever the fucks got arrested on their way to perform mass shootings, and two transurrections happened. So, not great timing. And then you have Dylan Mulvaney. First off, Anheuser and Bud Light did not publish this on their Twitters. Dylan published this on his Twitter. And, going even further than that, Dylan insulted the people who... Like, I don't give a fuck about basketball very much. I'll, I'll watch like my local teams, my state team play. You know, That's about it. Right? It's very much for the woo-woo, my team, fuck your team type attitude. I have fun with that. You know, my UFC is a bit more my sport. Damn, we lost a good one, too. Really good last UFC, but not happy with that retirement. Anyway, anyway, enough about Mesvidal. Now, now, Dylan Mulvaney said it has something to do with football, I guess. I don't care about it or whatever team you watch, but yeah, go you. Look at me on a can. Yeah, sports fans are not thrilled with that one. I mean, it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays off. Bud Light suffers bloodbath. Read that. (laughs) In Bud Light's efforts to be inclusive, 
They excluded almost everybody else, said St. Louis bar owner. Yeah, when you have less than 1% of the population, you're trying to adhere to them. Ooh. But this is the first time we see a company that's well-established, a multi-billion dollar company, which lost about $6 billion in revenue in three days. Oof. Now, this is just the first time we've seen a really big company switch its advertising it's demographic and who it's trying to go after. And it's really not paying off. And this is good for as many people who want to joke about it. This is great. You want to know why? Because other companies that were maybe tempted or considering the idea of going down this rabbit hole, they just saw this and went, no. They might even go the inverse, which, again, I'm just here to watch whatever side blows up and gets mad. If there's a reason to make fun of them, I'm here to make fun of them. So if it goes, like, super cringy, like, Die hard, red, white, and blue patriotism. I'm going to enjoy it for about 10 minutes, and then I'm going to get annoyed by it as well, just as I'm annoyed with all this bullshit, too. And I'll be here mocking and ridiculing the fucking whatever the fuck comes with the inverse of woke, because it's a pendulum. It's going to go hard in one direction, just as it went hard in the other direction. It is what it is. But right now, this is good. Just like I want to see the trend of superhero movies come to a fucking end. I want to see the era of woke come to an end. It's no longer good for memes. It's no longer funny. It's a little bit more of a threat these days. So I like seeing it get kind of fucking BTFO'd. Let's get into it. By Carrie Barn. Fox Business. What's this? I'm Harry Shoemaker. I'm the publisher of Beer Business Daily and Wine of Spirits Daily. And we're trade publications that... Uh, cover the beverage alcohol business for executives that work in the industry, whether that be distributors, retailers, or producers. When it first started getting traction online about a week ago, uh, we didn't cover it because it really wasn't news, like you said. It, uh, there's, um, there's always chit-chat about various brands online at any given time. Um, but having gone through the week as we got closer and closer to the holiday weekend, Eastern Passover, um, in talking with distributors, uh, there was a little bit of worry, especially in the South and the Midwest, and especially in rural areas where retailers were reporting the, you know, their customers weren't happy with Bud Light, and some retailers themselves weren't happy with Bud Light. And so, um, as the week went on, uh, you know, there were questions within the industry of why Anheuser-Busch would wade into the culture wars with their largest brand. And, um, and you know, the, the simple answer is that I don't think they intended to. This was um, just a, a media kit that they sent out. They send out many all the time. And mm. uh, uh, she posted it on her Instagram account mm. and then it took off from there. So when it started affecting consumer demand is when we decide to jump in and report on it but yeah the the controversy extended through the holiday weekend which is a problem for ab and um the distributors that uh, have experienced the most backlash are the ones in more rural areas and those distributors also tend to be smaller and more reliant on the anheuser-busch brands to pay their bills and so yeah it, there is some concern uh, about it it could be a tempest in a teapot uh, it could be temporary, but it's enough that distributors have rung the bell and, um, uh, you know. Okay. As soon as I go to pause, it's going to start playing properly. 
All right, well, while that figures out what it's doing, we're going to just continue. Bud Light suffered a bloodbath this past weekend. Consumers nationwide revolted against the nation's top-selling beer brand after it stepped recklessly into the culture war last week with its new spokesperson cross-dressing, I mean, transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, according to owners of the beer industry experts and beer industry experts around the country. Quote, I think society flexes its muscles sometimes to remind manufacturers that the customers are still in charge. Jeff Fitton, Fitter, <laughs> owner of Cheese and of Chase and Bucks, a restaurant and sports bar in uh, Barnhart, Missouri, told Fox Business, quote, in Bud Light's efforts to be inclusive, they excluded, they excluded almost everybody else, including their traditional audience. He cited sports fans, working people, and men, men and women as loyal Bud Light customers, and the brand sudden, uh, suddenly excluded its race to go woke. In its race to go woke. Freudian slip, I guess. No, genuinely, let me reread that one. He cited sports fans, working people, and women as loyal Bud Light customers. The brand suddenly excluded in its race to go woke. What is 2005 Katy Perry? The fuck is this? Bud Light maker Anheuser Busch or Transheiser Busch is headquartered in nearby St. Louis, but even Fitter's Bar witnessed a catastrophic decrease in sales of the hometown suds among loyal and local customers this week. Sales of Anheuser-Busch bottled products dropped 30% over the past weekend, while drought beer plummeted 50%. Whoa, 50%, the owner said, quote, already read that. Similar stories are found around the country. Bud Light normally outsells rival products Miller Light and Coors Light 25 to 1. At Brain, uh, Braintree Brewhouse in Massachusetts, a sprawling sports bar just outside Boston. Kid Rock shoots up cans of Bud Light with, ruffle, with rifle to protest the Mulvaney partnership. Not this week. 8% of Bud Light drinkers ordered nothing else this week. Brew house owner Alex Kirschis said while the 20% who did order Bud Light, quote, weren't on social media and hadn't heard yet about its new transgendered pitch person. Whew, this guy. Don't tell him. He's put way too much work into this. It's not Mando. Would it be homo? Anyway. Quote, they didn't order it again, he said, after other patrons told them about Bud, Light m- m- Bud Light's marketing misfire. Whoa. That... Okay. Hell yeah, everything loaded. Let's see. Where was I? Everything just... Harry Shoemaker, Whoa. the publisher of Beer Business. The fuck? Day. Everything just came online, I guess. All right. Uh, told them about Bud Light's marketing misfire. One pub in Hell's Kitchen, a New York City neighborhood known for its large vocal gay community, reported that Bud Light draft sales dropped 58% this week, while Bud Light bottle sales were down 70%. So even the gay community is not thrilled with this. So it's just the uh, 20-something with no life value or purpose going on on the on Twitter throwing a hissy fit. The exact same people you'd expect it to be. Got it. <clears throat> 
Butler's decision to dro- to dive into the culture war was a bad decision that definitely virtu- that that defined virtually every defied virtually every rule in building brands and marketing. A national beer industry analyst told Fox News, he cited a nightmare scenario for Bud Light sales reps in Texas, where the brand has <laughs> for years has sponsored a large weekly dart lounge, dart league, with 100 plus players each Thursday night. That actually sounds kind of fun. The bar typically sells through three kegs of Bud Light at the event. A total of 495 12-ounce pours. Uh, Hold on, let me move my foot. It's on this boot. The bar sold only 12 ounces of Bud Light bottles this week as the Dart players held a mass protest against their league sponsor. Based! Will not have it. They've already done enough damage in one week to disrupt years-long sales projections. A beer sales representative who works with a national beer retailer such as Costco told Fox News, quote, You don't just make up those sales. People aren't going to drink twice as much Bud Light the following weekend to recover the lost business. True. For a brand as large as Bud Light, the public relations calamity already represents millions of lost dollars, about six million, uh, actually about six billion, as we covered earlier. That would be more, uh, just about six billion that they've lost, but all right, buddy. Represents millions of lost dollars, billions of lost dollars. Even if the customer's revolt ended tomorrow, quote, if we do not do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light, Bud Light Vice President Alyssa Hertschild said. Or, uh, how's it pronounced? Heinerscheid. Uh, Heinerscheid. Heinscheid. Got it. That's fitting. She lacked that. Bud Light is famous for hiring the best marketing people in the business. The national sales rep said, but this time they hired the wrong person. He indicated Bud Light Vice President Marketing Alyssa Heinerscheid said she was inspired to update the fratty and out-of-touch humor of the beer company with 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 inclusivity. In a March 30th interview with the podcast Make Yourself at Home, podcast kind of redundant oh buddy that looks like Ted Cruz almost doesn't it but her effort to be more inclusive excluded the people who matter most Bud Light to drinkers according to St. Louis area operator John Riker quote that's a cool name quote it's kind of a mind it's kind of mind boggling they stepped into this realm Riker, who owns Harpo's Bar and Grill in Chesterfield, Missouri, told Fox Business, quote, You're marketing to an audience that represents a faction of 1%, less than 1%, a 1% of the consumers while alienating the much larger base of your customers. His customers, many of them loyal Bud Light drinkers, are baffled by the brand's lack of inclusivity. Are they? Quote, It seems Bud Light has everything to lose and very little to gain. As its, cust- as its current drinkers are not representative to the new developed uh, to the new development, Riker said. Quote, I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. It was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. 
but it wasn't. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink, this brand will be will <laughs> this brand will be no future. There will be no future for Bud Light. Uh, Heinshield said, "Quote: Sometimes you just want to drink a beer without getting a lecture on social or political commentary." Or someone's sexual orientation, St. Louis hospitality consultant. Bud Light sales actually have been on the decline for years. Have been declined for years. Really? The brand is likely to be overtaken soon by Corona or Modelo as the nation's top seller top selling beer brand, according to industry observers. The current ad campaign may hasten its demise with self inflicted wounds, sources indicate. Quote Sometimes you just want to drink a beer without getting a lecture. You read that Fox Business reached to Transheiser Bush for comment, but they did not hear back by the time of publication. Let's see, Milady, nineteen fifty-seven. First three comments here. I was at the grocery store yesterday, and as I walked the beer refrigerators, I noticed big gaps in all the sections except the entire Anheuser Busch area, stocked full. There was a store employee. Stocking the shelf uh, across from the uh, across from the beer, so I asked him when was the last time the Anheuser Busch beers had been stocked. He laughed and said, "Last Tuesday, last Thursday afternoon, they went through an entire weekend, a beautiful Easter holiday weekend, where families were getting together and no one was buying any Anheuser Busch product." Kevin Michael, I recall the same thing happening with Montauk beer products. Oh yeah, when they supported BLM. What is unfortunate unfortunate for the owners is that, at least in my case, I boycotted Montauk products and found alternatives and never went back. I see their products in greater abundance than their competitors. I still see their products in greater abundance than their competitors. And USA leg by moron, led by morons. Funny, all this happens. There were uh, there were a ton of people. On the forum, screaming, Anheuser-Busch will be fine. They won't even notice, <laughs> that is true, your dissatisfaction with the change to Bud Light. So according to estimates, they have lost $4 billion, almost $6 billion, in value in the past week. Go woke, go broke. Well, here's the thing. Going broke, go woke, inevitably croak. Razor's Law. Now let's hop over here. So... Well, James, that's just a couple of small local bars. Okay, well, let's hop over here to country music legend. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a fan of John Rich's politics. I'm not... I, I'm... Big and Rich wasn't a big part of my life or my listening or even my country career. Like, like listening to country music. I never had a country career. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people I know enjoy Big and Rich, but I, I, I like... John Rich seems like a genuinely cool dude. But that's all I can say. I don't want to sit there and act like, yeah, country, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, Charlie Pride, Loretta Lynn, that kind of country, kind of my, more my speed, that old school shit. Uh, a lot of it's just kind of pop and rap these days. If I hear uh, someone rapping is, it, look, modern country is just hick hop. I'm not a fan of it. Country music star John Rich pulls Bud Light from bar over trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney's partnership. They won't even feel it. This article is by Alexander Hall. Country music singer John Rich said he pulled Bud Light from his Nashville bar as part of a boycott against the Anheuser-Busch brand for partnering with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney in a polarizing promotional campaign. The customers decide. Customers are king. 
based. Rich said Monday on Tucker Carlson tonight. I own a bar in downtown Nashville. Our number one selling beer up until a few days ago was what? Bud Light. We got cases and cases and cases of it sitting back there. But in the past seven days, you're hard-pressed to find anyone ordering one. So as a business owner, I go, Hey, if they aren't ordering it, we gotta, we got to put something else in here. At the end of the day, that's capitalism. That's how it works. Based. Money is consent. Remember that. The beer making, uh, the beer maker ignited a firestorm earlier this month when it celebrated Mulvaney's 365 Days of Girlhood by sending Mulvaney custom-made cans featuring the influencer face. Mulvaney said the cans were her most prized possession on Instagram. Jesus. With the post featuring hashtag Bud Light Partner. Ally! The video then featured Mulvaney in a bathtub drinking a Bud Light beers as part of the campaign. The announcement was met with a hefty amount of criticism with some, with some Twitter users describing the ad campaign as the latest attempt to push gender propaganda. The message. Many mocked Bud Light over the, over the leadership. Goofy bitch. They always have the same sunken eyes and just fucking Sid from Ice Age looking ass thing going on, don't they? Kid Rock even used seven Bud Light cases for target practice in a viral video echoing calls to boycott the brand. Rich, the founder of Redneck Rivera, a popular bar and restaurant in Nashville, asked his Twitter followers last week to weigh in on replacement suggestions after pulling Bud Light from his bar. Ooh... Personally, I'm not a big bar guy, right? But I do have a couple bars. There's like two bars in town. This is personal right here. So if you ever are in the Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti area, there's two, three bars I recommend to you. If you want a quiet night, a good chill evening in Ypsilanti, there is this bar called Powell's. It's phenomenal. It's mostly factory workers going in or going off the clock. It's people who just got off work all day, go up there, watch. That's where I watch my UFC shit. If I go watch UFC at a bar, cannot recommend them enough. Out in Detroit, you have the Seven Days Bar, phenomenal bar. Again, mild, very slow. Uh, in Corktown, Detroit, just outside Detroit, I guess, you have the old Shillelagh, more of a ruckus bar, but it's a rock scene. You just be very involved with an old radio station called 89X, Detroit's only rock alternative, 89X. Good shit, good shit. I miss Cal and Co. Bell Media, fuck you, and then fuck iHeartRadio for everything else after that. Now, uh, and if you're ever in Ann Arbor, uh, Blind Pig, right? In the basement of Blind Pig, there's a bar called uh, The Eight Ball. Cannot recommend Eight Ball enough. It's a good bar. If you deal with U of M students, maybe not worth it. But if you do feel like work, feel like dealing with it, that's where. So that's three bars in three cities: Detroit, Ann Arbor, and Ypsilanti, Michigan. I highly recommend them. And when I go to these bars, I always get a handful of different beers. So I'll get M43, H43, or Boss Tweed from New Orthodox. Good shit. Good, good shit. Especially the M43 and the H43. And then if I want like a beer, I'm going to go with something called Locals Light. It's a light beer, but it's got really good flavor. I recommend it. It's really good shit. This stuff. This stuff. And all of its counterpart, oh, not H43, B43, M43, all this stuff is really good. I recommend it. 
I know it's a Michigan brewing company, but I, it's in, I've gotten it in Ohio, I've gotten it in Illinois, I've gotten it in Wisconsin, I've gotten it in, in different states. So it's available out there. I cannot recommend it good. Uh, it, it's really good. So I guess that's my recommendation for uh, replacements. Uh, moving on. Quote, it's their right to market to whoever they want. They're marketing a bit. They're making a bit. That this is going to sell more product, Rich said. What's happening, Tucker, is people who have been loyal to the brand for decades and decades are finding that it's hard to stay loyal to them. So they start hunting down other brands they can support. There are tons of up-and-coming American brands out there that people are flooding to. Kind of like mine. <laughs> Moving on. This is goofiness. Bud Light's vice president of marketing, Alyssa Heinerschitt, seemingly defended the controversial marketing move in a recent interview with the podcast Makers of at Home, where she said she was inspired to update the fratty and out-of-touch humor of the beer company with inclusivity. I'm a businesswoman at a clear job. We've already read through this. Anheuser-Busch works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics. From time to time, the we product unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. Here's the thing. Dylan Mulvaney was never a brand sponsor beforehand. This is like a new thing. You just sent a can to Dylan Mulvaney. There wasn't like a pre-existing history of Dylan Mulvaney being a, being a fucking brand ambassador. This is like a new development. The This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone, and it is not for sale to the general public, an Anheuser-Busch spokesperson told Fox News. True, but you still weighed in. So, Robert Moore, if everyone voted with their purchasing power, money is consent, this stuff would end. Maybe if Disneyland, Hershey, Budweiser, etc., had to rely solely on the LGBTQ plus plus Q Q W QWERTY Q W E R T Y A B C E F G C I A B I D O J community, they would all be bankrupt soon. Jerry Sobel, I hope so. Low Ralph, hey Low, Lau, Lou, Lou Ralph. We don't have kids, which means we have way more money to waste. That's why these companies market uh, companies marketing market to us. Almost every national brand supports LGBTQ because we have the money. Lou Ralph, I'm assuming you're very based, but very gay. You're still welcome. Now, now this is just wait. Does he redneck something? Uh, Rockets Red Galeer. Haven't had any Anheuser-Busch product in years. Maybe also focus on a product that doesn't taste like dishwater. Well, I mean, it's a product pretending to be beer using a man pretending to be a woman to promote it. So, you know, it's on brand if you look at it through a certain lens. Now let's hop over here. Bud Light distributor spooked by backlash to Dylan Mulvaney partnership. Article by Isabel Kane. Anheuser-Busch distributors in the South were spooked by widespread backlash 
received after teaming up with transgender social media star Dylan Mulvaney. The intense opposition to Mulvaney uh, promoting the beer has been alarming to Transheiser Bush distributors, which placed fewer orders after the partnership sparked outrage from conservatives uh, and the left and the right and the gay community. Don't forget... The, and even in like gay communities across this country, Bud Light is at all time l- record low sales. So it's not just conservatives. I think it's a little disingenuous to paint this as just a conservative thing because there's a lot of people who, you know, actually believe they're trans. I'm kind of more of a Matt Walsh on this topic, but you know, even there, like this person is like a menstrual version of of me. Even though you're a menstrual, like, black phase, mambo, sambo character version of a woman. But, you know, that's how they see Dylan Mulvaney, so they don't want to buy it either. So, no, it's not just conservatives. It's all across the spectrum, oddly enough. It's kind of just the Twitter crowd buying it. Oh, yeah, okay, there's also these guys buying it. Eh, fuck, I couldn't find it. There's a, a video out there somewhere of the cast of the Book of Mormon uh, standing out in the middle of a, of a road blocking traffic, drinking Bud Light and posing for a camera. Uh, not to be a stigler or anything, but public intoxication, um, there's a few, a few things actually being broken there, obstruction of traffic, there's, there's a few laws being broken there, my man. But, you know, I'm not really a stickler for that shit, and New York isn't either. Quote, we reached out to a handful of Anheuser-Busch distributors who were spooked, most particularly in the heartland and the south, even then, in their more rural areas. The popular beer industry trade, uh, sorry, the popular beer industry trade publication wrote, Beer Business Daily said it assessed the situation, quote, purely from a marketing and sales perspective, noting that current data, uh, data are very limited, but, quote, it appears likely Bud Light took a volume hit in some markets over the holiday weekend since rural customers are also most likely to celebrate Easter. Quote, you know what that actually kind of shows too when you look at the cultures. I mean, look at the East Coast and look at the South. Look at the West Coast, look at the South. Mm-hmm. I'd rather live in the country, personally. Quote, whether it lasts last or whether the pub, uh, publicity sparks incremental offsetting, da- uh, offsetting damage over the ideological divide in metro areas remains to be seen, the publication wrote, adding, quote, or adding that it will be difficult for Bud Light to appeal or quote appeal to sensi- uh, to the sensitives of the new generation drink sensitivities of the new generation of drinkers without offending some longtime customers. Even then, they're not that big of a group, and I'm speaking from a Gen Z perspective. They're not that big in the demographic, and if they are, trust me, no one's hanging out with them. Other than themselves, because birds of a feather flock together. Quote, I've never seen the country so hotly divided. Sat- Are you sure? Where were you from 2016 to, to this all starting? I feel like you, you may may have missed quite a few things. Mulvaney, a popular TikTok influence with over 10 million followers, has sent packs of Bud Light with his face printed on the cans as part of the ad for the beer company's March Madness contest. The influencer is particularly popular among Gen Z, a demographic that beer companies are desperate to reach, according to the publication. Bud Light has stood behind its decision to enlist Mulvaney as a brand ambassador, noting the brand works with hundreds of influencers to connect with all of its customers. Quote, 
Transheiser Bush works with hundreds of influencers across our brands. As one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences at various demographics and passion points. A spokesperson for the company told Fox News, From the time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans. And for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and was not the sale was not for sale to the general public. You still took a stance, and that's all. It, that's all it takes. Bud Light's vice president of marketing will be fired any day now. I imagine Alyssa Heine shit. Hey, that's just a German pronunciation. Recently said she hoped to update the fratty and out of touch humor of the beer company and make the brand appeal to younger customers. Quote, I'm a bit, we've already read this Goofy Bitches quote in a couple other articles. We're just going to skip it this time. Bud Light's backing of Mulvaney has stopped conservatives from expressing their, dis, has not stopped conservatives from expressing their disdain for the partnership, with some even calling for a boycott of the brand. Six million in lost revenue. Hell, oh, you can't even get Caitlyn Jenner to drink this shit. Among the critics are conservatives, uh, among the critics are conservative Kid Rock, who used several Bud Light cases as target practice, and country musician Travis Tritt, who said Anheuser-Busch products will no longer be part on his tour, Hospitality Rider. Uh, you know also isn't drinking this? Fucking Caitlyn Jenner, either. It's uh, Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Both were called out Monday by Howard Stern, who expressed disbelief over the backlash for his... On his Sirius XM, uh, and said, "I thought there must be a piece of this story that I'm missing." Yeah, you are all of it. Shut the fuck up, Howard. Who asked you? Howard Stern doesn't follow the news. He's like the Ethan Klein of the mainstream media. Who cares? He says stupid shit constantly. He's a whiny shadow of his former self, who didn't leave his house for two and a half years because of COVID. The fucking pussy. Who cares? Who cares? Fuck him. I wish I could call Kid Rock and have him come on the show and just tell me, why are you upset about this? How is it hurtful? I don't know why you get so upset, the radio said. Dude, you used to thrive on pissing people off. And now you're wondering why he's trying to piss people off? What the fuck? Furthermore, it does harm people. It promotes an image that is linked to like high suicide rates, self-destructive activities and behavior. It's an ideology that promotes child mutilation. It's an absolutely harmful ideology. Dylan Mulvaney is just a representative, more or less actually the symptom of a dying Western civilization. The reason why Dylan Mulvaney and everything Dylan Mulvaney stands for is harmful is a deep, deep philosophical and decaying Western value conversation. That I don't think Howard Stern's dumbass would be able to comprehend. Remember when he made fun of Muslims and everybody called them towel heads and goat fuckers and then one guy called him a hook nose and Howard Stern got all mad and threw a hissy fit about it? Fuck Howard Stern, the hook nosed fuck. Moving on. Actually, I would love to see Kid Rock go on the show. That'd be great. Following, That'd be the only episode I watched in years, actually. Following a week of headlines, Mulvaney appeared to respond to his critics by sharing a video of himself singing Stefan Sondheim's No One Is Alone from Into the Woods. That's interesting. No one is alone, huh? 
Why will nobody kiss me? Dylan Mulvaney's man-to-girl transition has won him TikTok fame, riches, and allies in the White House, but left him feeling lonely and undateable. Oh, Dylan, you are alone. You said it yourself quite a few times, actually, a few dozen times, actually, at this point. Buddy, you are alone. All your allies are only your allies because you get clout off of them, and they get clout off of you. If you be continue to become toxic to their brands, they won't even affiliate with you. And you will be truly alone. And I mean alone alone. You're already alone because you have no real friends and allies. But you have people who will fake it and come to your aid and help you to save face. But become too damaging of a brand, buddy. Oh, what the fuck was that? Anyway, you will truly be alone. Mulvaney's zaniest clips to date ask viewers, Let dolls be dolls. He speaks out about detractors and how his personal relationships are failing. He also talks about his pain with a fan dox. Uh, when a fan doxed him by posting his details online, read about how transgender Americans find Mulvaney's skits cringeworthy. This is an interview from the Daily Mail. You know what? I will make this its own upload. We should really just enjoy this. So, uh, Dylan, I hate to tell you, buddy, but, uh, my man. I think you might be alone. But moving on. In the clips taken from an event that... An event he held at the Rainbow Room to celebrate his 365 Day of Womanhood... Mulvaney donned an Audrey Hepburn-style black and pink ball gown. Quote, Thank y'all for making me feel supported. I am not alone. Hashtag trans. He captioned the post. Ah, Dylan. Well, that being said, I'll wrap this episode up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I'm James Masson. I guess we do have one more episode about this topic coming out today. So I'll catch y'all later on. Hey, Bud Light. My mom's been a woman for 23,725 days. You didn't put her face on a can. Rosa Parks ain't on a can. Mother Teresa ain't on a can. Joan of Arc ain't on a can. Mother Mary ain't on a can. And she gave birth to Jesus. I battled myself on whether or not I should say anything about this. But as a bartender, it's really hard for me not to. At what point would it ever be smart to mix alcohol and politics? It's just the cardinal rule. You don't do it. Um, but now we have to. Another thing, a bartender in a rural community that serves mostly blue-collar men that typically aren't going to be a fan of this, this puts the subject out there. This makes us hand this to them and then what, duck? For a lot of it, I go, I don't think you guys get it. This is going to cause a lot of problems. And I don't care how people live their life, go do it. I really don't. I just don't understand why it has to be everywhere. I mean, they're, they're, there's, it, this is not smart. Yo, this shit ain't no joke, man. They got Coors Light going out like crazy. Miller Light's going out like crazy. I don't know what to do. Sheesh. Fucking Bud Light boycott.
all the former Anheuser-Busch drinkers of America, your boycott is working. This morning, Bud stock opened almost two and a half percent lower. That's roughly three billion dollars. <laughs> so I only use these to stick it up a chicken's ass for drunk chickens. But the chickens are better than this. Goodbye, Bud Light. I just want to drink a cold beer. I haven't drank. So I actually work for Anheuser-Busch, or I did. I quit a few days ago. I'm still wearing my Bud Light shirt, though. But if you really want to get back a Bud Light, don't be throwing your beers away. Don't be crushing them. Send them to their logistics office and send it as certified mail. Then they have to come out of their logistics office. They have to sign for the mail, which we're already understaffed at that office. But, you know, I don't work anymore. I don't care. Send it as certified mail so they have to sign for it. And then they're going to have hundreds of cases of Bud Light just sitting in the parking lot or any product from Anheuser-Busch. It doesn't matter if you got one Michelob, if you got two Budweiser, or a whole case of Bud Light. Send it to this ad. 1108 Georgia 16 Sweet F, noon in Georgia. It's going to pop up as some kind of shell company, but this is the logistics office where I worked at. So send all your Anheuser-Busch products there, and let's just flood the parking lot. And subscribe, follow, and I'll be driving by there every day to keep you updated. Let's do it. Yeah, you got that guy Keith, you got Lucas. There's a lot of good guys. Yeah, there. yeah. A lot of good women there, a lot of good, there's a couple non-binaries. Yeah. We got at least one. <laughs> Checking it's all a, the boxes. It's a diverse group. <laughs> we gave him his own Bud Light after the first week. We put his face on a can. <laughs> Do you have any beer hey, here? Yeah, you want a beer? I'd take a light beer. Okay, let's yeah. get, get some Bud Lights. Let's uh, do this. Yeah. In support of Bud Light in their time let's of stress. Let's be allies by getting a little day let's drunk. Be, we're going to be allies. <laughs> yeah. You know, because Kid Rock and Travis Tritt have put the fucking hammer down. I know. They're really fucking fighting the good fight, man. Here's my take. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> like, what you're, what you're doing, what they're doing, is just spreading the brand to a, an extra group of people. Yeah. Why, if something is good, do you give a fuck who's got it? Like, would we do this with cheesecake? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there was, like, a bomb-ass cheesecake and all of a sudden, you know, some radical group like uh -huh. Antifa really got into the cheesecake, we'd be like, fuck this. Yeah. And if the, like, if the Cheesecake Factory sent Antifa a cheesecake, you yeah. know, for 10 more years of chaos, you know, like, <laughs> like a celebratory... A celebratory. Yeah. If only ISIS had bear claw donuts, yeah. I'm still eating those fucking donuts. But on the donuts. other hand, I loved Kid Rock's video because I love that. I love cheers. Cheers, man. I love that kind of thinking. There's Not even that I this. agree with it. I like wild people. Yeah. I, I like, like raising hell, man. I like a dude who takes a machine gun to a stack of Bud Lights yeah. and is like, fuck Anheuser Busch. <laughs> This will show up. <laughs> but, I mean, where's he going to go now? You're going to go to Coors? Miller Lite? Don't they all support, like, uh, LBGTQ plus AI, whatever yeah. the hell else they're at, attaching to it issues? They yeah. all do. I mean, I'm from Colorado, and Coors has had those rainbow cans forever. Fucking Shane Gillis is heartbroken. This I was is with his him. favorite beer. I was opening for him last weekend. This is what sucks. He drinks Bud Light every time he does Protect Our Parks. Uh -huh. Those things have fucking millions of views. I know. Where's his 
can of beer. He did Bud not. Light. He was not. A, he said the exact same thing. He's problematic. Oh yeah, he's an issue, man. He's an issue, being uh, one of the funniest fucking human beings alive on planet Earth, and also generous and, and community minded. Great guy. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they won't give him a Bud Light. They should give him some lips if they were smart. They would send Shane a Bud Light with his face on it too. Yeah. Say we love everybody. Well, the can's not big enough to fit his face. If, that's true. It's a big round head. You could put like half of his face, yeah. like a, you know, like a like an artsy thing, right? Yeah. Then, then you, you have to put them all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Whoa. Did you get a left side of the face or the right side? Bud Light sponsors the moon. So if you're two fisting, <laughs> yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. No, man. I think that uh, it's crazy when people get upset about that stuff because the people who get upset about that stuff value liberty and freedom so much, and they want to live their lives undeterred by anyone's rules. But they think that the company that they like is giving into the woke agenda. That's yeah. what it is. There is no woke agenda. Well, they think there is in like uh, movies and television and media and commercials. I was allegedly that, conceived like on Zima's. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. Have your kid on a delicious, fruity, sort of uh, bubbly, soda-like yeah. alcoholic beverage. My mom and dad split a fucking 24-pack of Zima and made me in Glenwood Springs. Wasn't too strong. No. You know? Gave you a nice heartburn, flavor. though, dude. Did you, it? You can't have, like, eight of them. I've never had eight Zimas. I have. You've had eight? Yeah, because they brought them back, you know? Zima's a thing with, I'm not really trying to get drunk, you know? Like, if I'm trying oh. to get drunk, I'm drinking whiskey. If I'm drinking, I'm typically trying to get drunk. Always? Yeah. Don't you just like to have a little buzz? I'll have a little glass of wine here and there. There you go. Yeah. Zima drinks returning to summer of 2018 for a limited time. Yep. They tried to bring it back. They brought it back. Bring it back. Come on, Zima. I'm on your side. Yeah. I liked it. I liked them I a lot. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Fucking but, White Claws made it, but yeah, Zima's didn't. Well, well these are all sugar, over. though. But tell me. Tell me how the fuck White Claws made it and Zima did it. Is it a timing thing? Is it like Betamax and the VHS tape? Yeah. The superior product doesn't make it? Well, Zima had like 20 years head start on White Claw. Bro, I used to get so much shit for ordering Zima. They're like, what are you doing, bro? Well, were you at the pool hall? No. Okay. At the fucking improv on Melrose. <laughs> it's People on your making writer. making fun of me. Yeah. Comics were making fun of me for drinking Zima. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's delicious. It looks like a post-apocalyptic you know about drink. Zima. Yeah. What, what do I need There's to know? No, Is it no bad for you? Yeah, what are the fun necessary. facts about Zima? There's no fun facts. <laughs> no, the branding sucks. <laughs> this Zima's like blockbuster video. It's like yeah. no one thought it was going to go away, but here we are in a post-Zima world. It's over. It's weird because it was delicious. But it didn't taste bad at all. It's not a bad product. It was kind of viscous, though. Mm. I mean, it had that kind of milky look to it when it was in the bottle for too long. Really? Yeah. I thought like, it was like Sprite. It started clear, but then if you had it on the shelf for a while, how long did you leave your Zima on a shelf? I remember my—I think my dad had like a couple yeah, Zimas look, in his even office. Those are a little milky. Milky. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, but that's just a, like a milk. CGI image. No, you that's think that's computer same, generated? It's the same <laughs> bottle over and over again. That's what it looks like. It looks like fucking soda. It's a, uh, a bottle of malt. Delicious clear malt soda. I'd be more surprised <laughs> if you had Zima in here than that you have Mad Honey. <laughs> <laughs> that would blow my mind I don't think even you more. Get it? You probably have to get it on eBay from your dad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> your dad's got some cases. My dad takes the for helicopter sale. in. Yeah, your dad's got some cases. I, but <laughs> the things like about this Dylan Mulvaney thing, it's like it's just someone who wants a lot of attention, and you're giving that someone a lot of attention, and you're trying to reach another audience. Like I, I saw it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> my initial reaction is like, "This is silly." It Are was pretty really transparent, but it's also your. Um, Bud Light fan, your typical Bud Light fan, is like NASCAR, fucking sports, 
Like that's most of the people that are drinking Bud Light. Guys like Shane. Most people, if, if I, you saw the Bud Light demographics yeah. of who's drinking Bud Light, it's bigots. <laughs> like, I saw this fucking <laughs> guys like Shane. <laughs> Shane. He's joking, Shane. Yeah, I saw Shane's th- my boy. What the fuck was I gonna say? Jesus Christ, you threw me off. Yeah, it wasn't the honey. No, <laughs> the honey's no. in there though. No, there's not like, yet. There's a little current you popping around in there. It might be the cigar. Mm, probably cigar. Yeah. yeah. Can I have that lighter again? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. you. Um. Fuck. I lost it. You were talking about, about oh yeah, just oh. how uh, the target demographic of Bud Light. But it's like a lot of companies are using this person. Yeah. There's more than one company. There's like a, du- a bunch of them, like Nike and a bunch of other stuff. Also, she's pretty. I get it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I see nothing wrong. Good luck. Hey, man. Yeah, it's Here's it's a- one of those things. It's like it's funny what people get like super outraged about. You know, like we're in the middle of, uh, you know, Tulsi Gabbard. Posted up some stuff the other day um, about the uh, Restrict Act, and uh, you flip the top. Here, I showed you before. Pull the top back. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> well, I did it before you before. That's like one of those teach a man to fish things. Yeah, it's not going to be lit. You no, know, I know. Yeah, I got to get rid of that but, ash. You know, like no one's freaking out about that, but they're freaking out about Bud Light. Like, how are you? How is that the big deal? I think it's goofy because I think that person's goofy. But if you want to hire a goofy person, like, who gives a shit? It's kind of hilarious when someone says, 365 days of womanhood. It was also on April Fool's Day. That's true, too. But That's it also fucked. was just a can with that person's face on it. Yeah. That's all it was. It, was a, it wasn't like something they were selling. Yeah, they didn't but have it in kind, stores. No, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. I like that people get mad. I thought what Kid Rock did was funny. I laughed at it. I told him I thought it was funny. And, but I also, it doesn't make me mad. Not at all. It just makes me like, what? Well, like I think that, it's I just we... like, I get what they're doing, though. They're trying to get people that are popular. They're just, they're just looking for influencers to help them. And they're trying to look more inclusive because yeah. of the uh, you know assumptions people make about Bud Light drinkers. But those assumptions. <laughs> and also, look at us. We're on yeah. the biggest platform in the world discussing Bud Light for like 10 minutes. Right. It's it probably worked. good for the brand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shane loves it. I just I don't get it. I like Miller Light more. I like Sam Adams. I like a dark beer. Oh, I want a beer I can have like, like 17 of, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to be sipping beer all night. 